What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. My name is Sean Mean, and joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Connor Lawler. Why are you doing the intro weird? Oh, I sorry. I have I have this weird speech thing where I <laughs> occasionally do intros weird. It's very awkward. <laughs> it's a very niche. Very niche problem to have. I make a terrible first impression, let me tell you. I can tell you. Oh, I can tell you. <laughs> oh, you can tell me one other thing, Connor. Guess where this is going. Tell me what Hero or Zero is all about. So if this is your first time tuning in, um, Hero or Zero is the episodes where we choose one comic book character every single week. We talk to good points and their bad points, and we just generally give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, I normally choose DC characters, and Sean normally chooses Marvel characters to kind of give you a bit of a... to cover them, you know what I mean? To let you yeah. in. Let, you want to slum it a bit, bit more about them. you listen to my but, episodes. <laughs> and Sean normally covers, you know, just like generally half-hearted, not very good, just... And the words going around are lazy. Lazy. Lazy characters written by Marvel. Ha 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 ha. I have created a device. <laughs> oh no. Oh Connor. Well, look. This this week, uh it's look it's been a week is all I'll say. So I just want to have fun with this. Mm. I want to talk about comic book bullshit. And I just need someone else to know about this because frankly this information's been in my head for too long. Um this I think might be the first time that we're taking a look at an alternate universe in a Marvel oh, report. So normally we would cover Earth 616, which yeah. is the Marvel, like that's the universe that everybody's in. And that's the main one. So you're going away from that. I am. I am going to Earth 967. Oh. Um, now, this is an alternate future. From, it, it is, it's bigger. <laughs> exactly. It's an alternate world set in an alternate future. Um, of the Days of Future Past storyline. Uh, okay. Which you might remember was adapted into a, it's an all right X-Men movie. That's, it's pretty neat. It's a neat movie. And so the character, I'm going I'm to give you his name first, and then I'm going to give you a little bit of backstory. Okay. Um, so the character I'm covering is called Jonathan Reed Richards, Connor. Jonathan Reed Richards. Now, I already don't like him. Um, right. I must admit. Now, that's just based off the Reed Richards. I I'm, I wouldn't be <laughs> I, the one to trust that. I am judging him for the sins of the father, correct? <laughs> so, um, of course, Reed Richards is Mr. Fantastic, um, who is not so fantastic. In normally no. in comic book canon. Now, we've kind of covered that hundreds of times at this point. If you're listening to the show and you think, Mr. Fantastic, he seems pretty nice. You ha- you, I don't know. No, 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 no. He's not. He's a very bad man. Okay. As we always say, known bastard, Reed Richards. Known bastard, Reed Richards. And so um, the character of Jonathan Reed Richards from the future, um, he is the son of Franklin Richards. Um, and that might, that for, we did a whole report on Franklin Richards um, and he's one of the most powerful mutants in Marvel Comics. He, he can is, warp um, reality. He's Ree Richards and Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman, he's their son. Exactly, exactly. And so there is another, uh, I would say, power couple in Marvel Comics. And the power couple being uh, Scott Summers, Cyclops, yep. and Jean Grey. Now, 
in this storyline, Scott Summers and Jean Grey have a daughter uh, called Rachel Ann Summers. Okay. Now, Rachel was conceived at the time that Jean had the Phoenix Force in her. <laughs> oh, no. So She should have got herself checked before becoming sexually active. It's just a polite thing to do for all of your new partners. I've got the Phoenix Force. I've got crabs. <laughs> well, one of those is really cool. Uh, so Rachel was uh, is a super powerful mutant. Franklin Richards is a super powerful mutant. What's going to happen? They had a kid. Oh, no. And he is pretty much one of the strongest mutants there have ever been. Oh, so this is, of course, not within normal Marvel canon, but this is a pop. No. This is like a, a possible universe that could exactly. exist. Yeah, in the days of future past timeline, this is one thing that happened. And he's, he's too... Like, because he's a villain, uh, this this dude. Uh, Hyperstorm is his name. Jonathan Reed Richards. <laughs> I gotta, first of all, we're not going to let that pass. That's a fucking cool name. <laughs> it's one of the coolest names there's ever been, actually. Fucking yeah. Hyperstorm. <laughs> Hyperstorm. Uh, like, he's, looking at, he's looking at Storm like, you are shit. I'm a Hyperstorm. <laughs> Alias is Master Supreme. And oh, the Supreme One. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. He's got a lot of tags. That's pretty good. That's very strong. It is. It's quite good. So, very briefly, just backstory. Uh, as, as I said, an alternate future, the days of future past timeline, Sentinels are hunting mutants around the world um, and they're imprisoning and killing them. Uh, Franklin Richards, the son of Mr. Fantastic and the Invisible Woman of the Fantastic Four, married Rachel Summers. Uh, the daughter of Cyclops and the Phoenix, and uh, gave birth to the Marvel official wiki describes him as a phenomenally powerful mutant. <laughs> Holy shit! And Which, in comparison to the parents, is like that—that's quite a stretch. If he's more phenomenal than they are, absolutely, because they're basically gods. Well, like, Jean Grey, I would assume, is probably the strongest out of the four of them. Yeah, like Gene. Well, like Franklin Richards is anything he wants to be as well. Oh to yeah, be fair. yeah no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, but when the weak link in your lineage is Cyclops, you're not doing too bad. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, and so uh, Jonathan ultimately grew up to use his great power to take over the post-apocalyptic world that he lived in, um, calling himself Hyperstorm. He went on and conquered. All of the inhabited worlds of the explored space of his worlds. <laughs> that's that's pretty big. Um, it, it's, I don't want to don't want to get into science, but I mean that's at least three miles. But like, but no, but any, he like Thanosed it, like any planet with life on it. He was like, no, it's mine now. <laughs> but, but like, how? Like, he can't be everywhere. Uh, he kind of can. Oh, okay. Sorry, he's Jesus. We'll, we'll get into <laughs> he's mutant Jesus. Oh no. We'll get into his powers and abilities in a bit. They're busted and insane. Okay. Uh, so he became a feared despot and a heartless monster, um, having been told of the exploits of his ancestors in the Fantastic Four. Hyperstorm developed an elaborate plot to toy with them. So. What? 
So he decides he's going to go back in the past and fuck with the Fantastic Four. <laughs> for no reason. For no reason. Just, just for to shit say, and giggles and vibes. Uh, yeah, just to be like, oh, I'm, I'm descended from you and I'm more powerful than you could ever possibly be. Right. But uh, has he met the Ting though? Because the Ting is pretty strong, like real tough. Uh, he's Hyperstorm is pretty tough himself Connor it might be a fair fight uh, I don't know he's Michael Chiklis so <laughs> let's, let's factor that in he's always Michael Chiklis <laughs> um, so Hyperstorm developed uh, a plot to uh, tie with them without their knowledge so learning of his evil Mr. Fantastic Reed Richards time travelling father Nathaniel Richards uh, this is a difficult lineage to get across here. It is very tough. So Nathaniel Richards, Reed Richards' father, known bastard, is what we all thought for the very longest time, like father, like son. Yes. Uh, turns out he kind of went into the time stream voluntarily to help protect the world so that his son could live. Uh, so he's he's kind of been fighting in the shadows for years and years and years. But Mr. Fantastic just thought, oh, he ran out on me. I hate him. Right. So if he had just made himself known, maybe known bastard Reed Richards wouldn't have been such a known bastard. Less of a bastard. Certainly mm-hmm. not zero bastard, because he is <laughs> no, himself. It's still in there. It's, it's you know, it's just in deep there in, in his him. core. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. He will figure out a way to kick an orphan, but like he might think about it. So Nathaniel Richards tried to prevent Hyperstorm by from ever being born by taking Franklin Richards. <laughs> Into the future okay. and raising and training him uh, to become a warrior. Okay, hang up. So yeah. let me just get this straight. The granddad, no, the great granddad went f- forward in time to help yeah. his great grandson. Or no, to stop his great grandson becoming evil by taking his grandson and bringing him to the future. Yes, from the past. <laughs> from the past. <laughs> Okay, we all good? The idea that the boys writing this are like, this makes sense. I think we nailed this. (laughs) This is, people are going to love this story forever. (laughs) Easy to get into, you know what I mean? It's really approachable. Approachable, Very approachable comic book story. Um, While all of this was happening, Hyperstorm knew all about Nathaniel's plan and allowed it to continue. Uh, So he eventually, he... There was a whole bunch of stuff with a guy called a Tomorrow Man who can travel through time. He He's one I want to... It's honest. pretty good. Pretty good yeah. in this story. Um, I want to cover the Tomorrow Man because he is from the 23rd century and he travels back to like the 1990s so he could easily steal nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect crime. The perfect crime. Um, and so in his most ambitious move, Hyperstorm took Mr. Fantastic and Doctor Doom uh, from the moment that they were just about to die when they were fighting an alien. Um, and what he did is he imprisoned Doom and exiled Mr. Fantastic into a time period without any technology. <laughs> okay, hang on. This guy has, like, he is Jesus. This He's got unlimited powers. Oh, you've hit the nail on the head. Oh, right. He has unlimited energy resources. Because we talked about Franklin Richards, who is obviously the son of two Fantastic Four members, and we were like, he's broken. 
But now you've gotten another generation down and included the Phoenix Force within yeah. another child. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, uh, ultimately, Fantastic Four were able to trace Tomorrow Man to Hyperstorm's alternate future. They confronted him and they used him to rescue Mr. Fantastic and they would go to Hyperstorm to, to fight him. All together, Fantastic Four, ready to go. Oh, they're okay? ready to go. They're going to take this guy out. I'm telling you, they have this, the power. They've got Chickless. This is going to go so great. <laughs> They've got Chickless and Jamie Bell. <laughs> We've doubled up on the thing. Now, while the Fantastic Four were reassembling, Doctor Doom escaped from his prison <laughs> and... He tried to take Hyperstorm's power for himself. He's a which, slimy little fucker, that lad. It's the most Doctor Doom thing he would ever I, I do. Could, I could wait until everyone is saved or fuck it, I'm going to go for the gold myself. <laughs> it's all or nothing for Doom. So, he's, he's the, Doctor Doom is the equivalent of the what if, but one more? <laughs> you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> yeah, basically. And so... Uh, Hyperstorm revealed that he allowed all of that to happen and he sent Doctor Doom back to his regular time period but not before telling Doom that no I wanted this to happen I let you escape which just hurt Doctor Doom's pride I think that's more feelings than anything yeah yeah his feelings were hurt poor old Victor Victor didn't know what was happening he thought he was a mastermind Hyperstorm's just a bully I think (laughs) that's just mean (laughs) that's not even evil that's just like ah lad no need so Hyperstorm after this sent the Fantastic Four back to their time period because he was confident that they now knew about all of his powers and would thus fear him Uh, okay but then can I have a question well I'm sure we'll get to the powers and abilities he can see every future and every possibility ever. Not that he can see it, but he just, he, he can control, he's very clever. So he can, right. he, he's just like, no, I'll let them escape and I'll let them do this. And this is what Mr. Fantastic would do. So I'll just right. let all of that play out and I'll engineer okay. the situation to match my own ends. And also then just rule the whole universe and every planet. Everything. On the every- side. On the side, just as a little side project yeah, for myself. You know. Yeah. Um, however, Connor, these are heroes. So determined, they're not going to give up. Determined to defeat Hyperstorm, the Fantastic Four <laughs> set out to find Galactus. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. Uh, so we talked about Galactus. For anyone who doesn't know, who is Galactus? He is a big cloud that appeared at the end of Fantastic Four. T- <laughs> no. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, Galactus is a survivor of a previous iteration of the universe. He consumes planets and life for energy. He's he like is, the biggest god in Marvel, or one of the top five. Yeah, he's up there. He is like a force. He's yeah. He's just a, a universal constant that he just consumes energy. He um, eats planets. Is the main thing to remember here. Exactly. There's a lot. Like if you've seen Eternals, imagine how big the Celestials are. Galactus is about as big, if not bigger. Okay. Uh, so, at the time, they thought that Galactus had been nullified by the ultimate nullifier. But <laughs> in fact, it it's what it does. Uh, in fact, he was self-exiled in a dimensional void, Connor. <laughs> as you do. 
I'm going home. <laughs> I, I'm fuck this lads. I'm le- I'm heading now. <laughs> so Hyperstorm arrived to try and stop the plan, but Mister Fantastic revived Galactus. Galactus, having just been effectively resurrected, was starving, mm. and he turned on Hyperstorm as a source of power to consume. He's the most uh, powerful being there. He's the most powerful one there, and so they were both together drawn back into the dimensional void so that Galactus can feed on Hyperstorm's energy for all eternity. <laughs> right. So the only way that Reed Richards could kill his own grandchild yeah. is by resurrecting an planet-eating monster god yes. and then allowing the monster god to eat his own grandchild repeatedly. And he's fine with all of this, by the way. And to be honest, he's thinking this is an easy day at the office. He hasn't literally <laughs> set fire to any orphanages. He hasn't, you know, had to, you know, just kick some people when they're no. just on the ground and knocked over some ice creams. He, he waits till people oh. get two scoops, knocks over the top one. He's running along. He looks like he's going to high five everyone straight for the ice cream. <laughs> he has a football. He's like, go along. And he never throws it. <laughs> so... That's that, like he's he's a villain. He only shows up in this story. There's nothing else really that he's ever done. Right. But his powers and abilities, Connor, are ridiculous. Okay. Um, so his main thing is what's called dynamokinesis, which is something that the writers definitely just made up. I think the magician Dynamo has that, so I'm <laughs> interested to hear. So he possesses. Uh, Hyperstorm possesses virtually infinite psionic power, which she can draw endlessly from the hyperspace. Um, and this is where the four fundamental forces of the universe flow into our plane of reality. So he, the, the four forces that Hyperstorm can channel infinitely are strong nuclear force, electromagnetism, weak nuclear force... Oh. And gravitation. Why did both nuclear forces get in there, but only one electrical? You know, I'm not quite sure on that. Uh, I'm sure there's a science reason for it. <laughs> I thought for sure weak electrical power was also going to turn off. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, w- wind? Why not wind? Wind. wind. <laughs> um, Just, I think we've all seen the shows. Wind, fire, water, earth, other guy. Uh, everything changed. Oh yeah, I was going for Avatar, but yeah, it's fine. Uh, So, controlling the four fundamental forces of nature should theoretically allow him to restructure, create, manipulate, and or destroy matter from a cosmic scale down to the subatomic level at will. Uh, He's also able to create electromagnetic fields and electrical currents, make anything radioactive, manipulate gravity thereby changing the shape of space-time. He can cause nuclear detonations, emit enormous energy blasts, and he can use his psionic powers to increase his physical strength and generally accomplish nearly anything he sets his mind to. And how... Can I just... How do Franklin and... um, Who's the... The Summers child? Rachel Summers. Yeah, how how do they feel about all this? Uh, So I think at the time that all this is going on, they're either dead or in another reality or in another future, I yeah, think. Yeah, we hear when that happens. Hear when that happens. Because mm-hmm. um, Franklin is being trained in the future by his granddad. Ah, uh, yes. Minute. Yes, sorry. So, no, you're right too. So this guy's like got a little bit of a Batman vibe. A little bit of Yeah, he's got a little, <laughs> little bit of a Batman vibe going, Connor. You know, like, like when you're vengeance and you got to create some worlds. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, you need to reconstitute space time. Standard Batman affair. I'm vengeance and also <laughs> some nukes. Uh, so that's not the end of his powers, by the way. Oh, sorry. Uh, I just assumed hi- when you said he can create anything and kill anything ever. I thought that would be the end, but go on. No, he also has hyperspace teleportation. Ah, uh, of course. So he can uh, teleport himself from one place in space-time to another uh, at any distance. So he can just go wherever he wants. Um, he has the power to render himself wholly or partially invisible at will. Um, he can also make people or objects invisible. And what he does is he bends the wavelengths of all light in the vicinity of himself without causing distortion effects. So he just changes how light works uh, to make himself and others invisible. But then, can I ask a question? I know the Galactus eats planets. I know this. But this guy seems like he could just blow up or just make Galactus's atoms disappear. Ah, but Galactus is a universal constant. If Galactus goes, the universe is dead. Ah, uh, see, it's an it's an endless cycle. Yeah, no, I get it. It's vicious. It's vicious. Um, mm. He also has telepathy, uh, so he can project his thoughts. He can read minds. He can create realistic illusions. He can mind link with people. He can camouflage, mind control, mind alteration, mental amnesia, psionic blasts. Of course, he can astral project. Uh, he can transfer his mind and powers into other host bodies. Should his own body somehow be killed. Uh, how how could his own body somehow be killed uh, I don't actually know because Galactus technically doesn't even damage his body he just drains all his energy forever yeah it's very it, look just in case you know can't just, he have the, a backup time, plan he might stand on a Lego brick and he's going to be sore and he, then he might need to transfer his energy exactly look art mm. might work out but maybe get a degree just in case Uh <laughs> Uh, telekinesis and accelerated healing he can heal any injury to himself or others so, oh sorry sorry yeah. can we just go back to the previous point then just just go I ahead, didn't know yeah. you were going to say instant healing as the next point now so, it does take some time He it takes for a severed limb that would take a couple of hours oh of course yeah no, that, that's fair enough well look yeah, if yeah. it's taken several hours we could just keep chopping <laughs> off limbs couldn't we <laughs> <laughs> we can chop off limbs all day but, but then he would make us all forget why we're chopping off his limbs and then we'd be ultimately none the wiser no I don't think so um, and then surprisingly these okay so the Marvel 1 to 7 rating system for Hyperstorm then like really it's 7s across the board because he can do anything but the way it's worked is that like say he's just sitting at home on the couch of a Saturday morning like, he doesn't need to be all-powerful all the time, so he has... Hang on, because yeah. in other heroes and villains that we've done, they've, yeah. peaked, they've picked, like, peak battle mode versions of them yeah. to get them up. <laughs> so now, with this guy, they're, like, picking, oh, yeah, he's eating his cereal, watching the cartoons, <laughs> so he's down. <laughs> well, if this guy was at peak, he'd be, like, eights on the Marvel oh, sorry. system. Oh, He might break the system, I understand, okay. So he has an intelligence of five... Uh, Strength of two uh, Speed of seven Because let's be honest He can just teleport Wherever and whenever he wants Uh, This one gets me Durability of three Somehow The man can heal anything Ever Yeah Yeah. Okay No that's fair No they've definitely not Absolutely Ruined these These rankings Just No but like if If I just said sevens across the board That's not interesting to anyone I don't think I think it is We've never had a seven across the board We've had Squirrel Girl 
who's technically sevens. She always wins. Would she beat him? Yes. No. No. (laughs) Not in a real fight. No. In a comic book, Squirrel Girl wins. That's just how it works. Uh, durability of three energy projection of seven fighting skills of two because presumably he just never has to fight why would you ever need to fight you would just why would you lift a finger like you could just look at someone and they would just forget everything that they've ever learned in their whole lives you could make them forget how to breathe (laughs) (laughs) or just make them like want to attack themselves (laughs) yeah literally like you don't you have there's no possible threat that can be posed except for the one universal constant that so happened to not be nullified and now eats you forever yeah so if you had the like the ultimate nullifier could you use it twice on the two of them I, I suppose you could yeah if your will was strong nullifying enough. lads just, you can't just nullify everyone though I think I you think can it, there's probably a bit of a recharge on the nullifier though I just for those that don't know uh, go on. Uh, the ultimate nullifier is the the like the it's the worst weapon in Marvel, because when Galactus first showed up, Fantastic Four went to the Watcher and were like, "Hey, how do I stop Galactus?" And Watcher's like, "I can't interfere, but there is the ultimate nullifier. You could Give use me back that pocket. I'm going to look <laughs> over there." <laughs> <laughs> and so Reed Richards is like, "Hey, Galactus, I have this thing. Basically, if your will is strong enough, you can make it do whatever. Uh, but if your will isn't strong enough, you explode." So Reed Richards is like, I'll do the Galactus. And Galactus is like, oh, shit. And then he just pieces out and leaves the Earth alone. And that just pops up every now and again whenever whenever Galactus gets out of hand. Mostly because they made Galactus undefeatable. Yeah, they made him to be too too much of a threat. um, Where you need just a a, a win button um, to defeat him. They but, never use Galactus like, you know, just on general normal criminals. Or sorry, the nullifier. On just general normal like bank robbers. No, nullifier. yeah. No, they're not giving like Spider-Man the nullifier being like, <laughs> here, go after go after Scorpion there and fucking sort him out. Doc Ock, <laughs> if you rob another fucking bank, ultimate nullifier. <laughs> I, I, fucking, I'll nullify. I nullified Uncle Ben. Yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> I'll kill you, I'll kill me, I don't care. I gave Uncle Ben the nullifier, that's how he died. This is my great power, and I have no responsibility. <laughs> Just firing it around. <laughs> uh, but, Connor, that is my report on probably the most busted, ridiculous character I've ever done on this show. Fuck me. I mean, we've covered... I don't think anything... Actually, maybe not, but I don't think I've covered anything like that in DC yet. I, th- I think that might be the strongest character we've ever covered. I think he might be. Um, and th- the fact that he shows up in only one episode. There, one issue, excuse me. You did a Superman character who... Uh, Saitana. Uh, Saitana, who ended up you had to trap her in the sun. That was yeah, the only way. Tra- I, yeah, that was the only way to kill her. Yeah. I, <laughs> she she was like, Superman punched her as hard as he could and she just literally didn't flinch. And then she yeah. punched him and he was just fucked. <laughs> like, so, I think, like... So I thought that might be able to put up a bit of a fight against this dude. But he would just wipe her he, mind. Yeah, or turn off the oxygen. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I think she has that power as well. So ah. it would be a fight. I'd like to see it. Okay, so those two, 
new power couple. They have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> because, and what's interesting about both of them, one issue, because the character yeah. writers bring them in and they're like, ah, no, there's nothing we can do. <laughs> we can't. He, we can't have them just walking around <laughs> because like especially with Saitana they brought her into like a Superman comic she fucked Superman up and everyone's yeah. like well we can't have her face like Green Lantern or like Batman or Wonder <laughs> yeah. Woman like she just fucked Superman up the Flash isn't going up against <laughs> the, the Flash is running real quick around her <laughs> Green Arrow just go <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look. I love when we cover one of these characters. They are normally broken. Um, I, it's. Inter- I'm still waiting for a lot of seven across the board. What can you do? We'll get. I'll there. get you one. I'll get you um, one eventually. But yeah, so if you enjoyed what you heard here, um, you can always give us a like and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. We've covered hundreds of DC and Marvel characters, so if you've got a favourite character that maybe isn't very mainstream, um, I'm sure we've probably covered them at some stage. Um, We kind of like to cover characters that obviously aren't the absolute A-listers, because people might not know about them. Yeah, Um, little hidden gems in Marvel comics. And Uh, DC comics, why not? uh, other ways you can, why not? Other <laughs> ways you can support the show is by um, you can head on over to our Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. We do lots of movie re- movie reviews, TV show reviews, just generally extra content. Um, and it's just unfiltered. You can kind of go over there. It's like ninety minute movie reviews uh, over there if you want to listen to any of them. Um, mm-hmm. You can also head on over to our Twitter. It's at Heroes for Hire Pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Heroes for Hire Podcast. We also have a discussion group on Facebook called Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, if you want to join that. And most importantly, just tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. So, I've been Conor Long. I've been Sean Lee. And we shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.